is The Jolt with Larry Flick on Sirius XMLQ. <sighs> She's looking so gorgeous. Isn't she? She's looking so gorgeous. Natalie Cole, the legend <sighs> in our studio here on the Morning Jolt, Sirius XMLQ. I'm Larry Flick with Keith Price. On this old school Friday, and of course we had to play a little vintage Miss mm-hmm. Cole for you there. Yeah, had to play Mr. Melody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, if you weren't here, I would have been doing. I would, I, you would do the whole thing. Yeah. You would do the whole shit because I have been known to. Mm. Oh really? Are you well today? I am very well. Thank it's you. really so lovely to see you. Thank you. you lovely too. to see you. Natalie Cole has a new book. It's called Love Brought Me Back: A Journey of Loss and Gain. And uh, Keith and I have been taking turns mm-hmm. with the book. It is um, lovely and revealing and raw. And I'm curious to know why you chose to relive some of the darkest days of your life. Believe me, I didn't choose it. <laughs> you know, I, I've been around long enough to know that sometimes things happen for a reason. Yeah. Um. My life is such that I've always been looked at as kind of a messenger. Things happen to me. Things happen through me. And I end up having to be the example for some reason. It's like God says, oh, you'd be good at this. I'm going to test you with this. And then after you get through it, I want you to share it with the world. And I'm like, thanks. You know, and that's really, if I look back over my life, that's really how it's been. I mean, it's just amazing to me. And so have you ever, knowing that you are a woman of faith, have you ever dropped teenies, looked up to the sky, and said, isn't there an easier way, Lord, for yeah. me to learn the, saying, the lessons and share them? <laughs> How about the saying, God never gives you more than you can bear? I'm I, like, that's a cry. <laughs> you know, I say that on the daily, yeah. and every once in a while I just say, it's a mantra. I don't know if it's true or not. Right, you exactly. just keep saying it and but try to believe it. But the truth is, you look up, and guess what? You got through it. So... Yeah. Do you ever wake up in the morning and ask why you haven't succumbed to one of the challenges thrown in your path? Why are you still here, Natalie Cole? Well, now that question I've asked. <laughs> why are you still here? I have asked why am I still here. And like I said, I think it's because God really likes to use certain people that he knows will step up. I've been a step up kind of person all my life, whether it was with, you know, even in my weaknesses and my struggles, I've never hidden behind who I was. I've never been a a, a pompous person. I've never looked down at people, you know, and I think that that is part of the message of love and, and forgiveness, starting with yourself mm. and how you then prepare other people to face challenges when it comes their way. So is this a new discovery for you? Well, it, it, it is kind of. It is, you know, because writing this book was not the most cathartic thing I could think of. I certainly could think it of just, some other things it that just I feels, It just feels brutal. It, 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 it was is. brutal. It and I brutal. started writing it not long after um, my transplant. I was compelled. It was like I was driven because the... The circumstances were too extraordinary not to share. Mm. Right. So, well, that's what I, 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 I'm, we're, we're glad you did, even though just 
it just has to be painful. So, yeah. talking. I cried the whole time I wrote it. I cried the whole time I was editing, mm. and then I just talked to a guy at another radio station. He cried when he was reading it, <laughs> and for a man to say that it affected him like that lets me know that I'm actually doing something right. Well, it's hitting all of us. It's yeah. hit, it's some, all. some emotions are universal. Yeah. Again, Natalie Cole with us here on, on The Jolt, and the book is called Love Brought Me Back, A Journey of Loss and Gain. Do you feel like that's it? Like everything you've meant, everything you're meant to have learned, you have learned, everything you're meant to communicate, you've, not so much already said, but mm. that there's there's not much more left. Is there any more? Are, there, do you, are you are you wondering if you because of the life you've lived, Natalie? I know. Is there know. any it point where you like, stop and say? Do you stop and say, "Oh, good Lord, America, <laughs> yeah. what I, now?" Yeah, I, I have. I'd said be afraid that. to get out of bed. I know. I'm like, Lord, what have you got for me today? I mean, was this not enough? Wow. You know, how but, does that keep you from getting bitter? Oh no. No, bitter. Bitter is not the the um, the place I would go. It would be just more expected. You know, this is this is an ongoing life. So how, it's not over until it's over. And so, how then does it not become a tidal wave of self sorrow? Just not my personality. Just not your personality? Yeah. I mean, so, I know a lot of people who can go there. Yeah. And I am annoyed with them. I can't take it. You know? Well, I mean, you know, it's so funny because I was uh, there's, there's a record by a gal named Sia, whom uh, you may or may not be aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, and her, the title of her record could have been the title of this album, which is, Some People Have Real Problems. Okay. Meaning, don't complain to me, baby. Yeah. and I, And I say that in the book as well. You know, sometimes it's not about you. Yeah. You know, pass it on. Pass it on, on. indeed. Get over yourself. Indeed. Yeah. Do you, um, do you consider yourself a person with hope? Very much so. What keeps you you hopeful? I I have to say that um, um, a few, well, it's been about um, a month and a half now, I went to Afghanistan and talking about a place that needs hope. Wow. Okay, can I just say, Natalie Cole, <laughs> I'm just going to be, I'm going to be very real with you because I feel like I can be. Why don't you just what stay home and watch cartoons? I, okay. Okay. Because you keep getting up asking why. Well, you know, can't, you, can't you get into like the stories? You know, General Hospital is very cute right, <laughs> right now. Okay. Wendy Williams is on every day. Mm. We love her. We know you love her. What, what, come yeah. on. Come yeah. on, dear. Stay home. It's just not, have a snack. That's just not my calling, a cupcake. guys. It's just not my calling. You can what write them letters you? from the Shays Lounge. Yeah, I Y'all know. doing and such great another, work, babies. In another tin. You know, in another tin. I will write from the Shays Lounge with chocolates on the side. You know. Now that's I want, just you not know, me right I want to lay down now. Okay. You know? I'm, I'm telling you, after page 27, easy, I think yeah. I was done. I was like, this. It's, She's going to the drug dealers in Harlem and Karen. I'm like, what is going on with Natalie Cole? Yeah, yeah. Just, but, just fearless. You know, what is that saying? God watches over babies and fools. 
You know, I'm just I've just made some just done some dumb things and God has just said, Okay, this is one of the ones that we have to kind of, you know, hold on to. We need to, to keep She's a close special. eye on her. And put a chip in She's her. Special. Yeah. You, yeah. Get you. So now you know Not it, in a necessarily a good way. <laughs> just special. in that little short yeah. bus kind of way. Yeah, that little retarded keys <laughs> in America. Don't okay. get all sensitive yeah, on me. I'll get, I'll get irritated with y'all. Natalie Cole here on the Jolt. Um do you ever think about what you would say to your dad about your life? Uh, mm. <laughs> how about I'm sorry? No, <laughs> no of course no. not. I'm I, sorry. I, at early on, when I got into drugs, I had a lot of guilt yeah. in my 30s. Um, and that's when about the time I went into rehab. Um, only to find out that not only was I feeling guilt, but I was also feeling grief that I had not expressed for his death mm. since I had been 15. So it wasn't until I was in my 30s that I had a chance to actually grieve the loss of my dad. But at that time, I just, you know, early on in my therapy, I was feeling like, I'm so sorry, Dad. I really didn't. You know, it's fascinating really, that really you would be mean sorry. To embarrass the family name, or you know, I mean, seriously, but I'm that was the kind of burden I was under. That you wouldn't, yeah. you would be sorry as opposed to angry because he left you so young. Well, little bit, little yeah. bit angry, little yeah. bit angry, but you know, um, it now becomes a very bittersweet mm. type of thing with mm. me when I sing "Unforgettable" and I use the video on stage and and I look up there and I go gee dad why aren't you here yeah you know? and I and I brought up your father because you've been so open about integrating him into your present mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, consistently um I, we have to let you move on because lots of people want a taste of your time but I just have to tell you that to Keith and me and to all the people who are listening to us here in the morning Joel we have endless love for what you've survived and for what you've offered us, not only in terms of your music, but in terms of your story. The fact that you're willing to be so honest that I could sit here and feel bold enough to ask you some real questions mm -hmm. and that you didn't flinch and no one said to me, don't ask her about this, mm -hmm. is... Um, is a remarkable gift, and so we, we appreciate you. It, it we really, appreciate really you is. very, very much. Thank and, you. And uh, there's a saying though that I read somewhere that said, "Live your life as if one day someone was going to read about it." Mm. And that just really touched me in a place that said, "You know what? <laughs> you know, maybe you better just be open." And what what's the worst that could happen? You tell your story. Well, Don't let anybody else tell. And your it story. disempowers yeah. people who want to hurt you. Yeah, it does. It, it really disempowers does. them. It takes the wind right out of their sails. Well, <laughs> because we play uh, classic 70s music on, on our program on this day, and uh, we heard one of your more vibrant, upbeat songs, I told Keith that we, we're going to go out with my all-time favorite song Ooh, that you've oh ever Lord, recorded. What is it? Someone I Used to Love. Oh. It was a toss-up. We I were fighting a, between that and I'm Catching Hell, but oh, I lost because yeah. it's his show. <laughs> but I remember being a little boy in the 70s, yeah. sitting there with my radio, having a, a gay diva moment. And not, didn't before that song I didn't even just know. make you want to like really just be just very sad, though? Oh, my God, yeah. Mm. You know, and I used, to sing it, I used to sing it into the into the brute yeah. deodorant bottle when I was pretending <laughs> to be you, Natalie. Yeah, Fabergé, well, mine was the hairbrush and, in front of the mirror. No, because the brute bottle in the seventies was, <laughs> was like perfect. the long neck green uh -huh. with the bulbous with top. The Hysterical. And it was always about that. 
someone that I... It was always that pause. <laughs> right. Uh, but even got, as a child, I was like... <sighs> okay, no, so we're going to play that now. Song. And song. and we love you. Please come see us Thank again. You. And please <laughs> look after yourself. And baby, go home and have a donut. I know, right? Touch <laughs> your feet up, girl. I'll watch do a my little, best. Watch a little General I Hospital. Brenda's back. It's Brenda's exciting. Back. Okay. All right. This is your morning show.